you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drive us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. We already talked about Diane Warren winning her honorary Oscar, you know? Did we? We did, I think. <laughs> Rita Wilson having a song in contention oh. for the Oscars this year. Are you did kidding? Did you hear it? Listen. Okay, what movie is this from? Okay, if Rita Wilson is writing a song that she's singing along with someone named Oh, oh, it's someone Oh, it's Sebastian Yatra. If oh, she's oh, writing a song oh. that's premiering that's written for an original movie that comes out in 2022. What's the movie? If okay, if Rita Wilson <laughs> Is, is given it, the honor. Oh, it's Tom's movie. <laughs> yes. It's a man it's named movie. Otto. Yeah. That it's movie. a man named Otto. No one's going to see it. So you mean it's eligible, not that it's nominated. It's eligible. We don't know no, the nominees nominated yet. nominated yet. Sure, sure. It's eligible. I'm it's sorry. Eligible. There's no way that Rita Wilson is going to beat Lady Gaga. Come on. Get out of here. Did you realize who, do you remember who Sebastian Yatra is? No. Do you remember why that name is familiar? No. Because he wrote well he sang the vocals in dos oruguitas from encanto oh <laughs> she's fully like i'm pulling in a ringer i'm I pulling in a ringer she like calls in just every favor in terms of music like no one is like somehow more nepotism than rita wilson even though technically not nepotism like she's just Does she's just like kind of nepotism I mean, no, but also, yes, obviously she's like pulling strings. I mean, she wants the Oscar and she knows she's not going to get it for acting. Although her bit role in Gloria should have done it. Gloria Bell. She should have gotten the Oscar for that. She's so good in Gloria Bell. (laughs) One of the best. There should be an Oscar for best friend. And you know why there should be an Oscar for best friend? Because we have to move past gendered acting nominations I agree. and if you just have a category like best, best friend, friend yeah. that's iconic <laughs> and the oscar for best friend goes to rita wilson for the third year in a row i mean it, it i mean it's just that one scene that she can win the the whole the whole entire oscar for they're at the wedding and they're she's like come on get on the dance floor gloria 
And she's pulling her to the dance yes, floor. I thought you meant the Milano the scene. thing where they're eating Milano's. No, well, that scene's good too, but the scene's better. <laughs> okay, let's actually move into real who stuff, which is that the Grizzlies are going to prison. I can't with the this. The Grizzlies are going to prison unless they win an appeal, which seems unlikely. Not to like, you know, God, I'm like, I want to say like, wow, they're going to prison for a lot of years. <laughs> like, but I don't, I, I don't want to, like, it's not, I'm, it's, I'm not being like, it's obviously bad, but I'm also kind of being like, I didn't realize the severity of their crimes, how much they had done, because usually for like tax evasion, tax fraud, et cetera, you get like lower prison sentences because, you know, rich people always come out on top. But these two somehow managed to rack up 11, 12 years. Right. What the like, fuck who, did they do? <laughs> who is the most iconic celebrity who did they like, tax evasion prison? It was like Wesley Snipes, right? Only um, he even Wesley Snipes only served a couple of years. Well, they're only going to serve, they're going to serve like unsupervised and supervised, but I guess it's seven years in prison and three years supervised release. And then they'll obviously get time off for good behavior. You know, they'll each get their like, they'll scrounge up ways to get time off, but. They were sentenced to 12. In terms of what they did, I just could not believe how severe the punishment was. But then I read a little bit about it and a lot of the like legal experts on all these weird websites were like, I cannot explain to you how not remorseful these two were that's the reason mm-hmm. why the judge went in on them because they could not give a fucking shit that they did this like they were mm-hmm. almost like proud that they did this yes <laughs> someone said what was the line that someone said it's in our doc here it is that they they kept passing the buck it says not um, only did these two individuals according to the judge and according to prosecutors fail to accept the responsibility but they blamed others and there was significant evidence that the prosecutors pointed to that they not only blamed others but they had third parties testify on their behalf falsely to claim responsibility so they were paying people third parties to try and divert the blame Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The person who spoke to E.T. with this quote is iconic. Judge Rachel Juarez, star of the first ever three-judge panel CBS show Hot Bench, <laughs> tells E.T. <laughs> that the prison sentences for the Chrisley Knows Best stars fell along the lines Hot of what bench. most legal experts expected. So this is, and that's the line also that I wanted to call out because, like, to us, celebrity gossip consumers were like, oh, every time a celebrity gets... Um, the threat of prison is hovering over a famous person, whether who or them. It's sort of like, yeah, 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 whatever. They're going to get away with it somehow. They're going to pay someone. They're going to win an appeal. Like, their lawyers are going to be too good. They're only going to get a couple of years. And this person says, we all expected it to be this bad because we know the details and we've been watching their bad behavior. Their accountant, Peter, also got time. (laughs) Their Their accountant, Peter, who I'm sure they tried to pass the buck to, also got three years, followed by three years of supervised release. So, like, Mm -hmm. all you know it wasn't just them submitting like all these false papers but if you want to repeat what they did i mean they essentially took out loans based on like falsely reported income and then they just Mm -hmm. kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it right 30 million dollars in fraudulent loans yeah the the actual conviction was for conspiracy to defraud bankers yeah, this is not, oops, I forgot to pay, or oops, I'm just not paying for five years. People don't pay taxes for a long time, God bless you. But these these two were like, <laughs> we're actively not paying taxes. And I think part of it, too, is like, they're very visibly making a good amount of money on many TV shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, like, as the, you can see the examples of their wealth. They're flaunting mm-hmm. their wealth. They're making money on television. And yet... Yeah. This is all happening behind the scenes. It really adds a lot to that, I think. Yeah. I like this other <laughs> this other person. This was from the New York Times. 
and they spoke to someone. God, who was this that they spoke to? It's really a conundrum this, as to who I don't like more, the Chrisleys or the carceral system, you know? What was the, I mean, <laughs> what we were just talking about, Real Housewives of Potomac, where they're, they're talking about Robin's <laughs> double standard, where it's like, well, she was really mad when Wendy did this, but she wasn't mad when Mia did this or something. And it's like, and she's like, well, I just don't like Wendy. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's like, that's kind right. of what this is. It's like, that's... people didn't like these people. Oh, well, here we go. They're really they're extra hateable. That's like their whole appeal is that they're 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 not likable people. Maybe not. I think to be actually think people do like Todd Chrisley. They do find him charming. So maybe I'm wrong well, on that. Deadline commenters love Todd Chrisley. Remember? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> of the Chrisley knows best stars, fate. Former federal prosecutor and president of West Coast trial lawyers, Niyama Romani, who has no ties to the Chrisley case, tells people that under federal law, the couple is expected to serve 85% of their sentence. And then it says this, which is crazy. According to the New York Times, Todd and Julie are expected to report to prison at the start of the new year. Even the couple is expected to appeal the judge's decision. Romani says the process won't delay their report date and, in fact, will likely be successful. Quote, I think this shows a level of narcissism. There was so much evidence in those financial records. The fact that they didn't accept any responsibility, even if they got convicted, is one of the reasons the judge hammered them and got and why they got high sentences. And then it says they're going to roll the dice on an appeal. I don't think an appeal will be very successful because there is no clear legal error. They have a very slim chance of winning they're gonna turn this into another show it's like they're gonna they're gonna have the shows that lead up to the arrest then they're gonna have after they're out of prison shows whenever that is like it's gonna be just part of their thing <laughs> i, I gotta these, say the other episodes are still gonna air the episodes that they already filmed before they got convicted of all of this are going to air on USA well, also it's next so year. funny that people is already doing the thing where they're like playing with their with people's annoyance of them by saying this is a headline reality TV stars Todd and Julie Chrisley will serve majority of prison says sentences in camp environment colon expert <laughs> it's like they're already manipulating us by being like and now you can be even madder at them because they're not even like serving quote-unquote real time they're like in Martha yeah. Stewart prison you know I'll tell you I'll tell you what kind of camp environment it's gonna be when Todd Chrisley <laughs> walks into prison <laughs> and it's not stop the one you're thinking it. of. <laughs> stop it. Stop it's it. It's not the one you're thinking of. Stop it. Uh, I do like this quote from the judge. Uh, she says, uh, that being said, Juarez feels there's no shred of evidence to suggest Chrisley's were unfairly targeted. She goes, unfairly targeted? <laughs> She's so funny. No, I think it's a happenstance of being on a reality TV that you're sort of creating evidence for the government every day. There's no dispute that both during the trial and the sentencing, the government used significant evidence that they called from the Chrisley's reality TV show and from their media appearances. So in that sense, the fact of their being on reality TV can oftentimes be helpful to the government, not only in determining that they want to initiate a prosecution, but in moving forward with that prosecution so she's saying like they were fucked by their reality tv they were flaunting yeah they were, they were flaunting. flaunting they were flaunting it's so funny because if i liked them i would be like go off <laughs> steal the government's money <laughs> right like this is probably a dumb observation but it, it's it's interesting i don't know notable maybe it's not either of those things that because this is white collar crime because this is financial crime yeah the their show is not threatened you know like no we can we can laugh about it and we can be like we want more details where if this was like violent crime or like some sort of awful sexual crime or yeah. like any sort yeah. of crime involving death we'd be like oh we need them off the air immediately we can't do this but because it's finance no. crime we're like oh they need a spinoff now we need to see what they're like in prison <laughs> this is well, so i just know that they're going to milk this for all it's worth like i yeah. just know that this family is like d 
down to clown with TV in terms mm-hmm. of every single thing that they do. I mean, I think that they're obviously they're going to have to not have the show while they're in. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> but did you see the same day that they got sentenced? Their son got in a car wreck. Like he's fine, but like he got no. in a weird car wreck. Yeah, I don't know. Very strange. No, All of it. Dark. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. What were you saying? Um. No. The um. The people who. I mean, anyone who is on. Who works in the media in any capacity is used to getting emails from quote unquote experts the day hours after some celebrity sure. news drops where it's like, oh, Emily Ratajkowski and Pete Davidson got engaged. Some no, jeweler from no, no one did. Some jeweler from Long Island will be like, I know all about jewels. I will be on your yeah, podcast. Be like, I will interview you about was what this, this is. carrot yes. and this probably X Y Z. We. I just noticed something that made me laugh. A representative from the Bureau of Prisons. Bop. Well, that's what I was gonna. <laughs> Did you know that the you th- the Bureau of Prisons shortened is just Bop. <laughs> the Bureau of Prisons. It's like Bop exclusively. Don't in touch. <laughs> right. That's bop. well. That's what I was gonna say. All of these people are definitely sourced <laughs> by their own work, their own direct action, where it's like, I want to be interviewed about the Chrisleys because I am an expert. I'm going to email ET online and see if they buy ET bought. Well, there's there's specific websites that also source people like this for journalists very easily. Yeah, but this is but this is like an actual federal agency, yeah. Bureau of Prisons. They like in touch reached out to the Bureau of Prisons and said, give us an exclusive I think comment. they emailed info, info at bop.com or something. I think they <laughs> I think they like submitted like oh, an F, Lindsay, on the bop.gov. Bop.gov. Bop. It's bop.gov. It's I literally bop.gov. <laughs> and they asked if they could talk to each other, which is again, like uh, what an angle on this. It's like, will the Chrisleys be able to communicate with each other? And they're like, yes, they're related. They are allowed to co- talk to each other. They I'm also sorry, could serve this... consecutive. Uh, they could fight and serve consecutives like the judices oh like the judices yeah so that they could be with their kids but i think doesn't well, that argument only the work if they have going they have young kids they do have young kids oh they have young do they have yeah. minor kids they do they do yeah look at this thing i sent you from bop.gov it's bop. a link bop. to their bot policy which feels Not like bot policy we could, we could do something with this graphic we'll put it on instagram <laughs> timmy put the bot policy on instagram bot policy <laughs> <laughs> My bot policy is drive back will be playing at the party. Okay, we can move on. <laughs> wow, two Potomac references. You really no. Well, it's I've, did you, I, you I got caught up back this from morning, your vacation so and just watched Potomac immediately? <laughs> and then I watched them go to Miami, and I was like, Ugh. Okay, this question here, I don't know who wrote the question because the next subject is about the Stallone show, but Sylvester Stallone is still a them, but I think the show is, the show, what makes this so notable, God, I'm using that stupid word again. What? He's doing this for his daughters, and he's saying that explicitly, and that's so, like, thrilling of, of him, kind of. To acknowledge Wait, the fact that he's, he's o- the only reason he's debasing himself in this reality show is because he feels like he needs to give his daughters like this gift, you know, like I need to do something for your career, and I know that this works, you know. I really like, I want to get like real with my guilt. daughters. I actually want to have footage of that. Is he doing like therapy with them or something? I think that he's just trying to explain what, like, why are you of all people this really famous actor who's old yeah. and an action star mm. um why are you starring in a paramount plus reality tv show about your family and he's just sort of being like because 
I want to do this for my girls. It's all the Stallones. It's like his brother and like, it's like about their family, right? Because this this post is from Frank Stallone. Well, it's out. This is what I've been working on all summer. It was great to work with the family. God, Frank Stallone really looks like Sly Stallone, especially my brother. It brought us closer together since when we were struggling to have a career. The production and crew were top drawer all the way. Stay tuned, Paramount Plus. And we're going to see you on reality TV. We cannot wait. What can we look forward to? This is going to shock people. Tell me, sir. Yeah, because a lot of times people say, oh, reality TV, what do you like? You need a job or something? I said, no, no, no. I'm feeling I have this resurgence going on, so why not at this moment show people what it's like? Not when you're over or retired. And it's the ultimate home movie, you'll see. Yeah. What's the show called? It's not out yet. It's going to be on Paramount Plus, but as as you were telling me, I've never seen this. Yeah, they're going to be in a reality TV show together that starts airing, I think, next year. Including the daughters, too, right? Yes, but remember, like, there was the whole thing with his Remember when wife he was going to divorce his dog. wife? Yeah, what happened yes. there? All, now that I'm looking at this, I'm wondering if all of this was for the, show? the reality show. Yeah, now you I'm know? wondering was too. Was all of this for was all of this for the plots? I did not know that when the divorce thing was going on that they were filming a reality show. That me makes either. sense on so many levels. It, it does. Could, it, it could be for the show or it could be a result of the show. It clarifies everything. It's like, oh, yeah. it, that this is this is the piece of context that we were missing from all of this. Totally, but no one even mentioned that they were filming it. Wouldn't somebody, wouldn't some insider say like, oh, also they happen to be filming this? That's so shady. And you know who the production company is? Boone and Murray. Yeah, no, the it's Kardashians, the Kardashians. Real world girlies, right? It's the Kardashians. That's what they mention. It's like, it's top shelf. You know, it's like an impressive set up or whatever i'm just uh, stallone insists that 99 percent of it was for his daughters to explore their lives i think that also it's like the daughters wanting to have that kardashian effect and being like we have this stupid podcast where like we all we have is like the stallone name we're all like you know vaguely not talented but we are stallones like let's like do a reality show please dad please dad please dad and it's well, funny that and, and, he's answering so directly like, yeah, that's the reason I'm doing this is because this is how uh, people who are not famous become famous as they get on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that like, and also there's like paternal guilt in there too. He's like, I wish I had spent more time with them when they were younger. Mm-hmm. So like, well, and this will also be good for their career because I know my daughters really can't like get work outside of this. Like this is this is the nepotism route I will be taking with them. So they say, um, you've had this surge of headlines lately about your personal life. Um, the two have reconciled, blah, blah, blah. They arrived home together. Uh, does it surprise you that the public is still interested and that's going to be part of the show? And he wrote, of course it's part of the show. It's the John Lennon thing. Quote, life is what happens when you're making other plans. Hopefully you're involved with people who understand the foibles of life and the fragility of it and how rare a good real relationship is. Sometimes I put the work ahead of my family and that is a tragic mistake, which won't happen again. I think this show is literally the cause and the like escalation of the filed for divorce and maybe mm. the comeback together and that means i gotta watch this show <laughs> it must be meanwhile are you watching tulsa king no but my dad <laughs> tried to put it on and could not figure out where where it existed and then it never went on <laughs> i kept my mouth shut for 25 years i don't know what you're expecting now that you're back i'm expecting adequate compensation tulsa what's tulsa I want you to go there. The horse race, the Springboard Mile. There's nobody doing nothing. You can do whatever you want. Not exactly the welcome I was expecting. (laughs) 
And then he like explained to me the plot and I was like, okay, sounds great. <laughs> the plot is Tulsa King follows a New York mafia capo. Yeah, he, like, I mean, like I can't, Tulsa. I can't <laughs> believe a mob boss. I, it's just, cra- it's so crazy. Okay. Tulsa King follows New York mafia capo Dwight, the general Manfredi, yeah, right. just after he is released from prison after 25 years and unceremoniously exiled by his boss to set up shop in Tulsa. Tulsa. Yeah. It's giving heart of Dixie. You know that reference. It's like, oh, like a surgeon from New York, like accidentally ends up in a small town in Alabama. Like what will happen? You know what I mean? And it's like, honey, you're not in New York anymore. Like it's just, it's that. It's that. It's the... It's the Chris Noth scene in Baby Boom where they're it's, where the, that plot can the New never Yorkers lose. in the in the general store. That plot can never lose. You know that plot can never lose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's half of why my cousin Vinny is so funny. the The two Brooklynites are stuck <laughs> in Wazoo, Alabama, dealing with mud in their tires. Yeah. Come so on, imagine Sly Stallone out of New York City, stuck in uh, Tulsa. Tulsa's not that. East bumfuck. Tulsa's like no. a place. <laughs> yeah. It's but it's still it's you know, what okay. am I trying to say? Let's I have move no on. Idea what I'm trying to say anymore. Let's move on. What is next? Beverly Beverly D- Okay, this just cracked so me up much. because this was on page six. This was an entertainment. This was an exclusive. And the headline is Beverly D'Angelo dishes on her holiday turkey secret that delights ex Al Pacino. If you're talking, if you're wondering if Thanksgiving was a slow news week, (laughs) here's a good example of that because they got a video video where they're interviewing Beverly D'Angelo, who I guess is in that new movie, like, what's it called? It's a pun. Bad Christmas. They're all, it's called um, Violent Night. Violent Night. night. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. (laughs) Like, I can't even think about it. It's awful. Violent Night. It's like. Santa's real and he has an AR-15. It's horrible. (laughs) It's like. Horrible. I know. It's very like, is this the kind of movies that come out in America? And it's like, yes, they are. And she is in it, apparently, like playing like grandma or something. Mrs. She's Claus. playing Gertrude Lightstone, the matriarch who heads the family corporation and makes her kids fight for her love. I think <laughs> okay. that I think that I think that they're just a very they're a very, very rich family that gets like attacked by John Leguizamo and his like mercenary crew. But isn't Santa David Harbour? Yes, Santa is David Harper. Okay. And Lily Allen is Mrs. Santa Claus. No, she's Just not. Kidding. She's not in oh. it. No, but maybe she'll have a cameo. That would be funny. If she had a cameo, please. So Beverly D'Angelo gave an interview, and I guess like what they got out of it, aside from her talking about the movie, was that this Christmas she's making her classic uh, turkey secret, which is... I have the best recipe for turkey. The prosciutto-wrapped turkey. It's my thing. You what oh. you do, but you can't use too big a turkey. It's got to be ten or eleven pounds. But you lift the skin off, mm. and overnight you pack it with like brining. So kosher salt, lemon, oh, some rosemary, nice. a little red pepper if you want. But you get that all in there underneath the skin, and then the next day you kind of you know if it's too much you get you don't put too much in it kind of melts. Then you wrap it like bandages with prosciutto, and you put it in an oven. And because it's you know not too big. It, it, it all gets cooked thoroughly and it kind of bases itself. I mean, I based it a little bit. It's expert timing to everyone involved, like Beverly D'Angelo, Beverly D'Angelo's agent, New York Post, everyone. It's like she's iconic for Christmas. She is 
Beverly D'Angelo is a, is definitely a who, a character actor who. Yeah, but definitely. She's, she's famous, but most she's famous a for, holiday for one famous. thing. She's holiday right, she's famous. famous for Christmas Vacation, yeah. right? Yeah. Even more so than the other vacations now. She's famous for one of the most iconic Christmas movies in the United States. So, of course, they put her in Violent Night as a gag because it's a throwback. And, of course, they ask her about the holidays around the holidays because she's one of the most famous Christmas movie moms. Ellen. <laughs> Outrageous. Where's the rest of the family? They're busy. Uh, did I um, catch it at a bad time? Oh, no, 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 no. A singer's body is his instrument, and I believe in keeping my instrument finely tuned. Come on in. Let's have some fun. And her and Pacino have, like, this storied history. It's like they mm-hmm. did for a while. They had three kids. I think one was through IVF. She got pregnant mm-hmm. at 48. She had a kid at 48. And then Pacino and her broke up, and he dated, like, 20-year-olds for a while. Like, he, like, <laughs> scummy, you know? She is so, like, hysterically funny in all of the vacation movies. Yes. It's sort of depressing to me that she never did a lot more outside of that, like mm-hmm. found something outside of those things. But like, mm-hmm. at least we have those movies. At least every yeah. year when I watch Christmas Vacation, which I don't yeah. even really don't like. Don't forget she's, she's an entourage hysterical. also. She's on Entourage. I did forget that. You're the Entourage fan of the podcast. In her, I am. In her bio for Cameo, which by the way, you can book a personalized video for $200. $200, yeah. She says, hi, I'm Beverly. And you probably know me as... Ellen Griswold in the National Lampoon film Christmas Vacation. Oh, then are you ready for these other credits? Entourage and American History X. Her known for on IMDb is Vacation? Yeah. Christmas Vacation, Vegas Vacation, uh-huh. American History X. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't remember her in American History X, although I did really like that movie. I'm sure it was like her attempt to get in doing like a serious I can't imagine she played like a funny character. That movie is mm-hmm. not really that funny three of the things on her imdb credits are old navy sweaters for the family old navy women's softest sweaters old navy pop pants and in all three from 2012 which i guess are just old navy commercials she played ellen griswold so i yeah i, I guess she reprised that character for television yeah i mean commercial. she's she's a holiday classic old navy pop pants are making this the most colorful christmas ever behold the griswold's light-tacular Make this season bright with colorful cords and jeans. Sparky, I love it. It's magnificent. Decorate the family all the way with pop pants. Adults 19 bucks, kids 15. Joy to the... Navy. Come fun, come on. I think every yeah. season she gets like a little bit of a bump, which is good. I mean, I, I'm sorry. If, you, if there's anything... If there's anything you could be associated with, that's a good one because every year it happens and every year people care about Christmas. So like the fact that she's in Violent Night as a wink wink towards her role in Family Vacation, that's perfect. And she can run that right into the ground, you know? And I'm looking at all these credits. I I feel like I disrespected her by acting like she wasn't in that. She's been in a lot of things, little roles, a lot of TV movies, a lot of one-off episodes of stuff. Yeah. But... Uh, so she has been consistently working, and I feel like I didn't quite realize that. But I also but forgot one like of her most iconic roles. You you wanted greatness for her, yeah. But she has one great thing. I don't know why I should want more from her. I feel like it's rude as a okay. fan to want more when maybe I guess she got everything she wanted. Yeah. Do you remember she's iconically in the House Bunny with Anna Faris? 
Yes, I do. She's like the headmistress. In another world, she could be doing, not to be, because I just watched it, she could be doing what Jennifer Coolidge is doing on The White Lotus. In another world. Like she mm-hmm. she could be in that realm in terms of her comedic ability and just kind of the blonde the blonde older woman thing. Like I just think that mm-hmm. she could totally be doing that in my mind. I know she's older mm-hmm. than her though. But you know what I mean. I'm annoyed that I have to see Violent Night now that I know that she's in it. I have to support Beverly. Moving on. This is interesting. Yeah, no, no, it's good. It's Busy Phillips always manages to twist the expected. Like we're mm-hmm. used to somebody saying, oh, that Demois, you know, rumor, that post is not true. We, we're yeah. used to Melissa Joan Hart saying this rumor is not true, you know. <laughs> but Busy in like kind of subverting the norm which I love about her she really like goes in beyond a normal kind of re- interaction right because she yeah is more real she's more practiced she's more she's got more history with this stuff mm-hmm. she said she saw the Demois, uh blind item which she knew was about her or at least everybody mm-hmm. knew was about her and no, she said, calls her out. The blind oh, item is does. like, Busy Phillips oh, is does. rude and dismissive. Everyone who worked on Busy Tonight knew it. Oh, I thought it was like, isn't it wasn't, it oh, wasn't no, a blind names, item? Names. Okay. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. she saw that an and she said, she posted it and she said, this is probably true. And there's a reason why, which is like iconic. It's like, she I can like, confirm Bitch, I was I mean was because awful. of misogyny. <laughs> right. I was mean because my time on this show was impossible the the blind is worked for a specific television network a few years ago and would love to spill the alleged tea on the following blah 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 busy phillips was there during her short-lived talk show rude and dismissive she gave a few different bullets i think she she posted it and she wrote at demois no need to be a non for me which is right why were why wasn't it a non but whatever i guess the person just really had wanted to stick it to her she wrote yeah Somebody sent me this, and it's probably very true to many of the executives who were there at the network then. It's not that, it's not T that I fucking hated working for the E execs when we were trying to make our show. I talked about it with Instacase on our podcast multiple times as to why I felt that way. And we've been specifically. And we've been specific about situations where I know I was rude and dismissive. But I doubt you would find a crew member or PA or security guard who would tell you I'm rude and dismissive. I just don't like it when people who are bad at their jobs are insistent on telling me how to do mine. Let's be real. The idea that I was rude and dismissive is so steeped in misogyny, it proves my fucking point anyway. She took ownership of a Daily Mail Anon and was like, this is entirely true and here is context. That doesn't happen often. And you're right. This This is a very busy move. Not many people would be willing to do this, but she has been notoriously like too real for well, basically she's as long as she's been about famous. The kind of failure on her part and the network's part and the show's part of her talk show. Like, there's mm-hmm. a reason why it lasted what one season, two one seasons, or two. one or two I seasons. Think two. Clearly, there was something going on there that wasn't clicking for the audience, but also like for her as a host. You know, which is why podcasts or a podcast was, I don't want to say a better avenue for her, but such a good avenue for her because then she can be unfiltered. Then she can say exactly what she wants and well, there's not sure, e-executives totally, telling her to change it. Her dream was, I grew up with Letterman. I grew up with late night talk show. I grew up with daytime TV. I want to be, I'm a famous person. I want to be, I want to have that. Why can't I have that? And to her mm-hmm. credit, like, yeah, why can't she have that, right? Like she redefined herself from a nostalgic kind of 
almost character actress to a personable kind of in social media Friend. star. So give her the talk show, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then the format, everything about it, like didn't quite work. It, the audience wasn't there. It didn't click or whatever. I mean, to be fair, like remember when the Drew Barrymore show wasn't doing that well, it's doing much better now, but like it doesn't, if it doesn't work for Drew Barrymore, how's it going to work for busy Phillips? Right. You really have to be, I don't know. They keep hiring like really famous people. They, they, the, the days of just a random kind of B list, comedian are gone like you don't have to, it's like there's no chance to prove yourself you have to already be triple a list yeah look at the new God. hosts of daytime tv you know jennifer hudson kelly clarkson these are all a-listers you're very more yeah well not karamo but <laughs> <laughs> right but i would say his format is a little bit different than these other yeah. talk shows that are based on interviews so anyways this was a sh- i thought this was an interesting clap back no need to be a non for me i just and i would yeah. almost say like if another celebrity had done this and clapped back, I I think as a general rule, I think you should never do this, whether or not you're right. True, but I think Busy Phillips is of the handful works. of people. She's yeah. a, one of the handful of people who this is absolutely the right thing to do. <laughs> you know, well, like also she's this is already fine. she's already like this is not news to anyone who's a fan of her. So like if you're yeah. a fan of hers, which is like her lifeline. You see this and you go, yeah, she talks about this all the time. The show was an awful experience for her. I've heard it about it on the podcast. I heard about it after the show was canceled. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. I mean, she's already burned this bridge. There's no reason why she, yeah. like, she's not, this bridge has been long burned, right? She's never working with you again. No. No, I don't think no. so. Right. Also, there's something, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but, and I probably am, mm-hmm. but as someone who I think Busy Phillips enjoys, Celebrity gossip to an extent. I think yeah, we can say that with sure. some certainty. For sure. There's something a little funny in the fact that she says someone sent me this because she's sort of subtly saying, I don't follow this shit. I don't read Dumois. But I, do, I do think that she and I and I look and if you listen <laughs> to her podcast, she is steeped in celebrity culture. She discusses mm-hmm. it. She talks about it. She talked about her own her own divorce her own celebrity mm-hmm. culture i'm obsessed with the fact that this ends with timmy putting in two photos of him at a busy tonight taping a classic looking so thrilled looking <laughs> so happy to be there no one's been happier to be there than timmy oh timmy my on God. the set of busy tonight is like a, re- a real relic like <laughs> like archaeologists will like find these photos and be like what is this <laughs> in hundreds of years they'll be what? like what <laughs> <laughs> In hundreds of like... years, they find the neon sign for Busy Tonight, and they're like, we can't even begin to, I, I don't even know what to do here. No. And they call up Timmy, who's like 100 years old, and they're like, sir, do you have like a first person? Like, And he's like, oh, 100 yes. years old. He's like, yes, I remember being on the set of Busy Tonight. Oh, my God. My new late night show is the perfect excuse to stay in. If anyone asks, just say you're busy tonight. Because we might be busy tonight. Making spicy margaritas or painting your bathroom for better selfie lighting. And we're having a silent disco dance party. Or working out so hard that people don't know if you're sweating or crying. Or raiding your daughter's birthday party goodie bag. Yes! So tell everybody we've got plans. This is a good one. I'm busy. And we're busy tonight on E. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. What when I sleep to, on other beds, what is there I else get to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my made bed. It, 
I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique. And I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, TN Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. Of, kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Okay. (sighs) These are so disgusting. Okay, sorry. This, this really is, is a... today's episode is really a factor of Thanksgiving. Today's episode is a factor of Thanksgiving. It's, it's everyone travel for Thanksgiving. It could it's not so be a slow. slower news week. It's like I don't even know how we're gonna like. There's no Melissa new people. Georgia it's Gorga. Bleep. It's gonna be I like Beverly D'Angelo and Melissa Gorga. Like this episode is Melissa gonna be... Gorga trolled for hideous fabric chandeliers. Quote dementors, dementors are, are coming. coming, and they're quoting. They're quoting like haters. <laughs> They're not even quoting like No, Melissa. it's so mean. It's so mean, except, except I know for a fact that she got these for free because she oh, does, for sure. because she does like for promo sure. for where she got them from Avenue Lighting at Avenue Lighting. The ceiling design is so simple yet important. Avenue Lighting <laughs> with these glam chandeliers. It's like the reason why it's not almost not mean is because of the kind of the, the the way that we know that she got these for free. Mm. But also this is a visual prompt, so it's kind of hard to describe what these hideous fabric chandeliers look like. Do you want to take a shot? What's up, Extra? Welcome to New Jersey and welcome to my crib. Come on in. I'll take a shot at it. Okay, so we have three concentric rings, sort of like that Game of Thrones opening thing. Three concentric hot topic belts. 
And from all but three concentric are like hot topic studded? belts. They're like studded. They're, they're hot topic belts. They okay. look like the studded. They look right. They're like studded There's, hot topic belts. You're right. And they're <laughs> in this weird concentric ring. Concentric design. formation. And from all the entire per- circumference of each of the three studded hot topic belts, we're falling maybe h- hundreds of strands of black thread. So yarn, so essentially. It's, it's it's like um like black fringe. Tur- like black fringe. Black fringe. fringe. To oh create, my god, that's what it is. It's fringe. To create kind of like a bubble under the like like a classic chandelier under these concentric <laughs> rings. And then they're gathered at the bottom and then pulled up through the center in a sort of like concave, like bottom of a like bottom of a jar. Wait, sort let of me thing. describe the the on the website. They're from the Wilshire Boulevard collection. The Wilshire Boulevard collection's black steel chains combined. Oh, it's chains? No. no, combined with hand cut smoke crystals bring a uniquely romantic feel to any space. Its unique shape cast a romantic shadow onto the ceiling it's hanging from. Where's the crystal? Is the crystal in the belts? I think the crystals. The studded part of the hot topic belt. <laughs> I think so. And it's sort of like they must be expensive because on the on the website they don't have a li- they don't have a price. Really, I was gonna say, did you click like spec? They, they don't have a price, so yeah. I bet you have to call to get the price. But for you're Melissa, so right the because... price better be free because these are ugly. <laughs> but here's the thing: there, I think especially housewives, especially housewives, know the rules for spawn content and advertising content in none of her posts does she use the word ad hashtag ad does she say it's sponsored does she say it's promoted but there's a framing and a staging and a call out that makes it sort of undone like some sort but of I quid think pro quo what is it implies here. is that it's not actually an ad it's like a severe and heavy discount or something like there is like there is the way that you skirt around getting something for free is like she knows what she's doing because she's not doing mm-hmm. like a spawn. She's saying like, I got my chandeliers from here. I got my tile from here. I got my flooring from here. And it's like everything is listed with like a 99% discount or something like well, she she played she paid like name? 20%. She's posing at the top of the stairs like on the landing surrounded by 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 at least 15 roadway yeah, moving Yeah, she boxes. definitely moved for free too. Like she it's incredible right? how much free yeah. It's all happening. It's finally moving day. You know I'm a pro at moving and I never move without at roadway moving. Literally the same guy is moving me that moved me into my rental. Yeah, I remember her posting about roadway moving when she did for the first time. I love how long they've been working there. <laughs> and how I mean, okay. <laughs> and how okay. And how amazing all their employees are. Wish us luck. Can't wait to show you more of the house. I mean, it's yeah, it's 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 also, at a severe discount. She she posted a reel of set to Doja Cat, you're the one that I want. And her caption, it's of her, the facade of her house. And her caption is, the one that I want. Always wanted a chic white brick house. We love what we do. Is that brick? Work hard, play hard. Can't wait to show you inside. But I'm like, I don't know that that's, it is doesn't that look like brick. If it's brick, it's covered in plaster because there's no visible brick there. I've always wanted a white brick house. Lindsay Lohan knows what's good for her. Beautiful. <laughs> that's she a just huge, says, God, beautiful. that's a huge house. Do you see how big this house is? It's crazy. Wow. Like these, th- these houses are really my kryptonite. These houses are my kryptonite. Gigantic somebody, somebody suburban wrote, mansions. Beautiful, but the entrance could have been a lot more grand for the home of this caliber. It's like, okay, <laughs> what? 
kind of looks like an institution instead of a home, but people have such different tastes today. Okay, people are so mean. Now I'm like on her side. Wow to the critics. She's proud of oh, her absolutely. home. <laughs> Way too absolutely. many windows that are the same. Remember Teresa's like d- cursed mansion that they were trying to sell that had all the weird windows that like yes. didn't. Did. <laughs> Ugliest house in the world. Ugliest house in the world. <laughs> yeah, this is her sister-in-law. What I Now that I'm thinking about it, I've never had this thought before, but maybe... So maybe it's really stupid and I haven't really considered it long enough to uh-huh. realize there must be a reason for it. Why doesn't every celebrity turn on limited comments? Why does any celebrity know. need to see I what know. I have to say about your I dementor chandeliers? I think it's because interaction makes... No, but I think it's because the interaction like bumps the algorithm or whatever and they like are being oh, told that. True. They need that's the interaction. True. But all of these, co- God, all of so these depressing. comments are haters. All of these comments are haters. Kind of so looks depressing. like fancy rehab, but okay. But like, I'm sure the that. interior the is beautiful, way... but the outside is just too underwhelming. <laughs> it's like, bad. Face. Think about this. It's bad for business. It is bad for your bottom line to turn no, to block out the haters. Yeah, no, it is. It is. That says so much it about is. celebrity culture in 2022 and it the is. past like 10 years of celebrity culture. It is. You literally make more money. You get more attention if you let the haters have a voice. It is. If you don't turn them off. Somebody That's said the garage up. is too tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like a funny, you're right. Like, it's just the a garage funny. garage is too tight. You have to put up with the haters if you want to get the, f- the free moving and the free chandeliers and the free floors and the free this and the free that. Like, that's the trade-off. Like, there's nothing, like, architecturally complex about it. It's just big, it's, which makes it very Sims-like. Everything is so, like, you know when you see a house? But that's the thing is, like, two big houses are always ugly because they're so big that they don't even resemble a house anymore. It's giving <laughs> yeah. compound. It's giving just many houses squished together. Like, it's just but, like, impossible. The most beautiful houses in the world, the most interesting houses in the world, literally cannot be recreated in The Sims. You can't do it. They don't offer that those options in the, like, building, like, blocks. <laughs> this like, house I could be made. <laughs> I could make this house in The Sims in a Sunday afternoon. Okay, like I could do I'd it in two seconds. Try. And I wouldn't need to download any expansion I'd packs. I'd love to see you try. You want me to, to try? No. I don't. I, do I really don't. I really don't. I will do it. I don't. I will do it. I will make Melissa Gorga's house in The Sims. I'll no, don't. <laughs> don't do it. Don't. Don't. I'll make me. I'll make a Sim you and don't. a Sim me. And don't. I'll lock us in a room. I'll lock you in a room. And then I'll lock me in a room and set it on fire. of celebrities with items this is a good one okay this, this is, is a really so, good one this is i wanted to put this a butt up against sylvester stallone because it's like this is what happens when your mom won't give you a reality show when your famous parent won't give oh you a reality so show right. you launch you're a candle so... brand when <laughs> your like, mom this is what you do Brinkley, your says no family reality show we can't make this happen for you you say well then i'm launching my line of angel number candles and if you don't know what an angel number is, like you must Go be an idiot hell. because everyone knows what an angel number is. <laughs> I didn't know what an angel number was. I had to um, look either. it up. I guess it's like when you see a specific specific number often in your life, that's your angel number. Like angels are like putting that number in front of your face. It's too much. Like, is there a number that you see a lot? But no, but they're but they're dub- they're always the same number. That's the thing. Because I googled mean? it. No, I googled it and I found it on womansday.com that angel numbers. Are a series mean? of repeating digits like one one one, two two two, three two three, and so on. 
They have to be repeating. That's all I was saying. They have to be repeating. No, but I mean, it's also the number that you like see like in your life when you're just like living your life. Do you notice a specific number a lot? Like that comes up. No. It's almost like when people's like it's one eleven and they're like make a wish. Like it's that eleven eleven. But, but but to be it, yeah one yeah eleven eleven. It's like that but more intense. The magical thinking I take part in eleven eleven. I do make a wish if I see it, but I know it's bullshit. I just do it out of re- repetition. Sure. When I use salt cooking, I always throw salt over my and shoulder. And when you always. cheers, you always make sure people look you in the eyes. That's another yes, always eye contact bullshit. with cheering. It's yeah. all magical thinking and it's all bullshit. And I'm aware, I'm familiar with it. This is that to to the nth degree. This is eleven eleven. Yes. Make this a wish is, to the next level. This is I believe these numbers have power over my life. Yeah, and <laughs> as you can, and if you need more evidence that it was a slow news week, she went on the Today Show with Hoda and Jenna to promote this can- these candles. They had space for Sailor Brinkley Cooks angel number candles this week yeah that's good speaking of bringing a little light yes you are doing this with your new company Mm -hmm. sacred and divine tell us a little bit Mm -hmm. about it i am so excited to launch this company i mean i've been working on it for a while and it has just aligned with everything that we just spoke about i started seeing these numbers these repetitive numbers and i started learning about (laughs) them like one 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 and three 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 and two 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 there's only (laughs) nine of these numbers there's only (laughs) so many of these these are angel numbers. I started learning about them is really funny. So she made a company where it's called The Sacred and Divine, where you can buy these angel number inspired candles and products. And guess what? They're having a Black Friday sale. So go off. I also think that like, is that good business or dumb business or, you know, null business to launch a brand on 11-11 like two weeks before a Black Friday sale? Are you allowed to do that? <laughs> like, I want to create something that aligned with my passions and my beliefs and something a little bigger than just myself. Also, what's what's one of the things Christy Brinkley is most famous for? Vacation, what? which takes us back to Beverly D'Angelo. Wait, she There's is? There's a vacation thread in this episode. Oh. Yeah, she's like which... the model that Clark wants to fuck. Oh, I didn't remember. I don't know that. Yeah. What I think she's most famous for is dating Billy Joel. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But this is the Sailor Brinkley Cook is her kid with another with her other husband. Here's a great headline about Sailor Brinkley Cook's candles that is on the website Monsters and Critics. I just want to read the headline. Monsters and Critics. Sunday, November 13th, 2022, 2.25 p.m. Eastern. Sailor Brinkley Cook stuns an all white to discuss angel numbers. (laughs) (laughs) She's an angel. We can just move on to relationships. There's so many, but that's the thing is like slow news week. It's all relationships. It's like they got engaged. They're dating. They're maybe dating. They're married. They're pregnant. There's one. uh, There's maybe two good relationship stories in here that I'm actually like really into as stories and as people. But the first two are stinkers. We're talking stinky, 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 stinky. Wait, what do you mean? I gasped at this. You didn't gasp at this that, at that Robert the, Irwin that the boy Irwin is dating Heath Ledger's niece. Come on, that's the most like that's the most down under news I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I literally hate this new family. idea no. got newidea.com.au got the exclusive, which is just a photo of them on a date holding hands, and they put their huge ass logo over them. And look what they're wearing. They couldn't look any more Australian. They're wearing like Australian <laughs> boots. Look, they're wearing like hiking boots. Took her to the zoo. He's I'm cute. sorry. They look like they could be anywhere. They look like they could be anywhere. Also, she looks like Heath, and he looks like he looks like Robert Irwin, um, Steve Irwin. She doesn't look like Heath. She's yeah, I see a little Heath's, Heath in there. She's Heath's sister's kid. Yeah, she's Heath's niece. But yeah. here's the thing: this family, this family, really weirds me out. I know. They're and so. People, I know. Australians keep calling, being like, Australians don't care about the Irwins, but it just proves our point that the outsized media attention that they get is like 
almost a farce. Effective. Like it's incredible. It's yeah, but it works because internationally we're like the number one Australian ec- uh, export is Vegemite and the Irwins. I love Vegemite. And I love Vegemite. Estelle. I don't like the Irwins. <laughs> I think and at all it's still the um. I have other Australian friends. Okay, well name them. I've never heard of them in my life. Annabelle. Okay, well good. Great Australian. You friend. don't bring her up as Estelle seems to be your only Australian well, friend. Well, because Estelle, li- well Annabelle does listen too. So here's the thing about the Irwins that freaks me out. What freaks you about the Irwins? I mean, since everything. the death of Steve, I mean everything is freaky about the Irwins. Since the death yeah. of Steve, the way that the way that the member, their mother is American, their mother isn't even Australian, which will never not kill me. Okay, well, is neither is Bindi's boyfriend, husband. The, the extent to which like traditional family values, like pervade all of the stories about them like it is so like dad died and now it's all us it's all family like the 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 only good things that can come out of this terrible tragedy the worst thing that's ever happened to the world with steve Irwin dying is that all of the people in our family have to like get married and have kids and like yes and uphold no they've been waiting which is the zoo which is the jewel of the jewel of australia the zoo and to love animals the like there's something zoo. so like weirdly like worryingly G-rated about all of this. It's it's so because it's like animals, photography, marriage, and babies, and it's so no, it's all dark. audiences admit it's it. It's really it freaks dark. me out. And now we get a headline that's me like, out. meet. Meanwhile, he's 18 years old. Meet Robert Irwin's first girlfriend, wildlife warrior, 18. <laughs> wildlife warrior. It's that's in that's capitalized. It's cat. That's, Wildlife warrior 18 is dating Heath Ledger's niece and new couple cuddle up during romantic beach date. You know what it is? It's like a fucking Disney movie. It's an animated Disney movie where one of the parents dies at the beginning and then we move on from there. We like get seeped in this like fairy tale world. Perth-based Scarlet, pictured with her identical twin, Rory, is the daughter, (laughs) Heath Ledger's sister, Kate, who owns a design and media production company, and Nathan Buckley, a floor covering store owner. Like, Heath's sister is, like, normal, and her husband is normal, and they have, like, normal kids, and they're normal, you know, and they live in Perth. And now she's No, but they're not normal because she's dating the fucking wildlife warrior, 18. Wait, this is really funny. Further down the article, they say, meanwhile, this is about an 18-year-old. Robert has been romantically linked to several famous women in recent months. You ready for who they're talking about? The most recent being Lucia Field left the daughter of Blue Wiggle Anthony Field. Another, like, very famous, if you only read the tabloids about Australia, you'd think that they're the most famous people in the world, are the Wiggles. Who is more famous? If you're Australian, tell me. Who is more famous? The (laughs) Wiggles or the Irwins? Do you know the answer to that? I can't. I can't. We'll have to ask our Australian friends. The Wiggles or the Irwins? Name Aussies, one. Aussies, call in. The Wiggles or the Irwins? I think I have an idea, but uh, I'm not going to speak because I'm not going to speak for the okay, Australians. Okay, call us and let us know whether the Wiggles Here's or the Irwins Here's a story from New Idea just a week ago before they revealed that his first girlfriend is, in fact, Heath Ledger's niece. Yeah. Robert Irwin dating a Wiggle? Question mark. Sparks were flying. <laughs> No, a and Wiggles says, daughter. A Wiggles daughter. Luke, but she became a Wiggle. Oh, she's also a Wiggle? She's also a Wiggle now. Are the Wiggles a family business? Yeah, she's a blue, she's the Blue Wiggle when now. When will nepotism cease? Listen, Robert Irwin and new Blue Wiggle, Lucia Field, both grew up with famous fathers. Oh, my God. And that it's... might not be the only thing they have in common. They the have offspring of the late crocodile hunter, Steve Irwin, and the original Wiggle, Anthony Field, reunited, united, 
recently reunited, <laughs> recently united for Steve Irwin Day at Australia Zoo, which is again their zoo. And a source tells New Idea that sparks were flying. <laughs> like, talk about I need six eggs, lady. Who else but I need six eggs, lady is delivering this news to New Day? <laughs> Lucia and Robert go on like a God. Listen to this. Lucia and Robert got on like a house on fire. The source says, "What the fuck." <laughs> You could tell he liked her. And she just said, my house is also on fire. <laughs> you could tell he liked her. He was totally blushing when she asked him for a photo. Everyone thought he might ask her out, the source explains. And again, my house is on fire. got along like a house on fire. And I would know that because my house is currently on fire. Also, this is not dating. It says, you could tell he liked her. He was totally blushing when he asked, when she asked him for a photo. That's not the behavior of people who are dating. <laughs> okay, oh well, they weren't God. dating. Now he's dating Heath Ledger's niece. Get over it. The Irwin family. There's only so many famous people in Australia. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay, my God. Let's move on. We can do this quick. Evans Hansen's, two Evan Hansen's are Evans Hansen are engaged. Evans Hansen. We have Ben Platt and Noah Galvin. They're engaged. They got engaged at Wolf Laser Wolf in Williamsburg. Yeah, yeah. What else can you say? I, I gotta say the only thing out. The only other thing I can say about this. Yeah. Is that um. I had a one of the top commented. comments. I always forget. I always forget, and it always takes me out. It's just like it's one of the best celebrity Instagram names. How Bowen Yang's celebrity handle is Faye Dunaway. Uh, handle is Faye Dunaway. So funny. So it's funny that because Bowen Yang commented, "Fuck yeah, yeah." Um, the first line, there's a line break, so it just looks like it says Faye Dunaway saying fuck, fuck, which is very funny. So if it were the real Faye Dunaway and she saw this, she would just go, fuck. That's true. Remember That's her homosexual true. boy comment? A yeah, she would be like, boy? fuck. Fuck. If Faye Dunaway found out that Evans Hansen are engaged, engaged she say, would, oh, fuck. She'd break someone's face. <laughs> I forgot Absolutely. about that she did that. Okay, uh, this, is an, this is a good story, though. This is, Blair this is Underwood like story. is engaged to his best friend. I feel like he's been leading this woman on for like 50 years. <laughs> well, that's there, there's, there's something the a dueling, little tragic about this. But there's the dueling opinions here, right? So then you have the whole discourse around this. So Blair Underwood was married Famously, to... Famously, I love you on the cookie. Come on. Yes. Blair Underwood From Sex and was married to a woman named... What was her name? Desiree DaCosta. Desiree yeah. DaCosta for, for almost 30 years. God, imagine if together. your ex-husband married his best friend for forty-one of forty-one and, years, who is his best those, friend while you were married. Like, I'm trying to think of like, for some reason, the only person I can think of is this is and this is awful. Like Matt Damon, who were like, and he's not really that one of those people, but like who were famous like sexy men who are so desirable. They're always like the 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 sexy the sexy man that's lusted after in a, a movie or a television show but actually in reality they've been settled down for a really long time Denzel's a great example because Denzel has been with someone for so long and so has um not to not to go there Hugh Jackman is always like the hubba hubba hunk and things and we can just like leave out oh, everything else there saying, but like you're just saying hunks who have been married for over like 30 years hunky men who, who have like had these, these extremely long term traditional sure. like straight relationships right, right. and Blair Underwood is one of those people where it's like it almost adds to their allure because they're even more untouchable. You know, like I think it's like a very <laughs> it's a very smart space to be in, I guess, you know, in if you're in this industry. It makes I think people more appealing. Anyway, they got divorced last year. We talked about it at the time. Um 
and they made it seem like there was no bad blood between them at the time. They were like, yeah. you know, this is a hard decision. We have these kids and we're proud of our kids and our kids are adults yeah. now and blah, 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 blah. They released this joint statement a year this ago. Is, that makes this even a little bit more crazier. Yeah. So then he posts this on Tuesday, right before Thanksgiving. My pr- a photo with him and this new woman whose name Josie is... Josie I already forgot her name. Josie Hart. But she's also an old woman, but not... I don't old think she's woman. old. I mean, she, in his life, she's an old woman, which you'll hear. My personal highlight was walking the red carpet with my new fiance, Josie Hart. The most amazing, brilliant, beautiful, hilarious, thought-provoking, and insightful person I know who continuously lives life out loud. The future is crazy bright, girl. None of us ever know where God will guide our paths. She's had my back since even before I became an actor. When a 41-year friendship slaps you in the back of the head and blossoms into romance, you stand up, pay attention, and step forward in gratitude. Gently forward, it begins. So the two camps, the two dueling camps here when it comes to the audience are one half of the camp says, says one Aww. camp says, oh, that's so sweet. Aww, like his friend. She was always around and then like, oh, best friend, we love it so much. And then the other camp says, uh, this uh, is the woman that his entire relationship to Desiree, he said, don't worry about her. She's just my best friend. And then they divorce and now he marries her. Well, there's also two ways you could think about that. Let's say it's let's say I'm going on the back half of it, not the all mm-hmm. straightforward. Yeah. Because what could happen is two things. One, yes, the woman he's been best friends with for 41 years while he was married, the whole time something's been going on that's inappropriate. The whole time. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other option is... Wow, after you get a divorce, it's so it's so sad, it's so stressful, it's so tragic. We yeah. got a lot of things going exactly. on. Who are you comforted by? Well, your best friend. Does it blossom the into Shania something Twain else? The Shania Twain effect. Yeah. So so we really don't know what no, we don't know at all. The what kind of unlocked the romantic feelings. It could be anything. Who's her? She has an ex-husband too. She has an ex-husband. She was married to a congressman named Burgess <laughs> Owens. Uh-huh. So she has yeah. six kids and yeah. he has what, yes. four or something? I think he has, he has a few, but yeah. I think all their kids are old. So like the kids almost right. have nothing to do with it, which right. again, sort of feels like in a way this makes sense, you know, all, every element of it makes sense, you know, when you have this big family and you're trying to wait. You either have to give him the benefit of the doubt or you're not. Yeah. Like that's it. Yes. That's it. It depends on how you feel about him. What else is up? Oh, God. This is crazy. See, again, Thanksgiving. This is Minka Kelly is dating the Imagine Dragons hunk. But didn't she just date Trevor Noah? What do you mean? She dated him for a long time, but then they broke up, and then he went on a date with Dua Lipa. You know, this has been, there's been, there's been, like, miles since this. Minka Kelly broke up. She was, she moved in with, I think, and then broke up with Trevor Noah, and then it's been, what, a few months or something? And now Mm -hmm. she's spotted at dinner with the recently divorced Imagine Dragons hunk. His name is Dan Reynolds. He got divorced from his uh, longtime wife. He's like super Christian or was super Christian. I don't know. Mormon? I have no idea. Maybe, yeah. We talked about uh, him. See, this is this is my least interest. This is my least favorite relationship story he, of the day. He's kind of a hunk because I've seen on TikTok this kind of really recent resurgence of like calling him a hunk, his which abs, I think is yeah. very unusual. Yeah. Well, it's it's unusual because because their music is cringe to a lot of people who would be sure. sharing sure. the photos of him saying he's a hunk. But it's that, giving. It's, the, it's a disconnect. There's nothing there. more newly single hunk than going on a date with Minka Kelly. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, what do you call this? She's Shawn a Mendes serial monogamist. Sparks. What? I know. We can find out more when her memoir comes out in May. Tell me everything. It's Tell called. Tell me everything. Here's a rumored relationship. Sean Mendes. I don't understand this, is, this. I love this. Wait, I what love is this. this? Like, what even? Like, truly, what is this? What this is like Sean Mendez trolling gone too far. What is this? Okay, so 
There's a woman. Her name is Jocelyn Miranda. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to quote, I think this is Ola.com. Okay. Jocelyn is known for her 20 years of medical experience in body biomechanics, biodynamics, and soft tissue. She has worked with different celebrities and A-list stars, including Justin Bieber, Justin Timberlake, Omar Apollo, Haley Bieber, Kendall Jenner, among others. Okay. She's a doctor. She's a chiropractor. I guess she's also some sort of like, there seems to be like esthetician vibes going on here too. They were photographed holding hands, hugging each other, and sharing a drink in West Hollywood. In West Hollywood. So it's sort of like, <laughs> like you get all the details together and it's like, I don't know what to make of this soup. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand what's going on here. But I love this soup. I'm like, Jocelyn oh, for the soup. is, she's what, like a... F- 50 she's something like year old chiropractor yeah. so she's around him yeah. a lot because he clearly has back issues i don't know and everyone's like sean Ma- sean Mendes is such a confusing celebrity to people that they think that he's dating his chiropractor that's how <laughs> obscure i'm serious like no but here's the thing but it's a not huge even chiropractor is so obscured that they think that he's dating his chiropractor who's twice his age her her title on her website is body biomechanics, biodynamics, and soft tissue specialist. Okay. But she's also a doctor in chiropractic and re- in chiropractic sure. and rehabilitation. Although she's that's not cracking his back. And... Yeah. And people are saying she's cracking his back. <laughs> she's <laughs> right. They were just, spotted. Like, they, they were spotted snuggle, hugging, and holding each other. And that's, holding, well, she was cracking his back. That's what she was doing. They weren't hugging. She was cracking his back. They shared a drink. I get it. They're friends. They hugged. I get it. They're friends. They held hands. That feels like trolling to me. Sean Mendes yeah. walking down the street in West Hollywood holding his chiropractor's hand. That's trolling. I mean, she's posting photos of herself touching him all over his body, but she's literally a body, body healer. But she's a body <laughs> healer. She's literally healing him. One photo, she's I got his, her hands on his head. She's ge- woman. She's healing him. She's posing. I mean, she's posing between Omar Apollo and Sean Mendez, and for some reason our broken brains go, is Sean Mendez dating his chiropractor? Right, and right. not is Sean Mendez dating Omar Apollo? Like, what's wrong with us? He's he's Lyle L. Crocodile. We don't know what the hell to do with Sean Mendez. We really don't know what to do with him. That's what this is proof of. It's like take us back to we were talking about Busy Phillips. You know, like we know what to do with Busy Phillips. Like there are certain celebrities where we can predict their behavior, we can look at their behavior and say, like, that seems typical, that seems atypical, that seems whatever. You look at Sean Mendez, he uh, he could do anything tomorrow, and I would have the same reaction. He could be running around the street asking people for six eggs, and I would That's go, oh saying. my God, what do I do with this? Stop bringing up six eggs, lady. Enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Oh God, and I forgot about this. I already said I had a favorite story. No, this is better. August Alsina has some has been clinging to his 15 minutes. I love absolutely this. clinging 15. to his 15 minutes. It's now like minutes. 25. It's He's incredible. up to 27 or it's 28. Standing. The surreal life, which filmed, it seems like it filmed forever ago. Uh, and we and we determined it was awful on the first episode. Awful. Did not watch past the first, like, barely 20 minutes of it. Could not no, stand the, the full tone. the first episode, but never the again. The tone and the everything about it. Everything about it was wrong. Well, the tone of August Alsina, at least in the first episode, was, I don't want to talk about this. Why are we yeah. talking about this? Yeah. I don't want to talk about this. And it's yeah. sort of like... Well, we're talking about it because it's the most interesting thing about also, you. Also, about is this the number be- one only yeah, reason. Yeah, and also, here. <laughs> why are you here? Right, like you're you're. Here. It would have been the equivalent. It would have been the equivalent of Stormy Daniels being like, "I'm not talking about Trump." Whereas Stormy Daniels was like, "What do you want to know about Trump? I'll tell you about his dick." Like August <laughs> no. Alcina said, all of this other stuff is off topic, off off limits. 
Right, but he did find a way to reveal something that everybody was really excited about, which was that he's has a boyfriend. I want to do that in front of uh, the world because it defies all the constructs that um, one would say love is supposed to be or love should look like. also kind of makes sense it kind of makes sense that this like, like person came into her life and like was important to her and her family and like helped exactly. her because it's like he was more like her than her husband exactly someone who was more like sexually open and yeah. like i don't know sexually emotionally free or something you know emotionally whatever. free sexually and now we free. know how uh repressed will smith seems to be considering he hit a man at the oscars you know <laughs> yeah no, right but no this it didn't gag me i was just like oh of uh, course it feels yeah. very of course you know right. and and exactly for the reasons you said because it's like this is if if jada pinkett smith is going to open up a relationship or tangle entangle her relationship with someone it's going to be someone with exactly this vibe now we know more about august's vibe than we've never known before but do we even know what this person's name is because the confusing Zoo. thing is because we do not know he did not name this person himself he never named this person himself. But I think people have put the pieces together that is this person, I am Iazu on Twitter. So Zoo is a nickname. It goes by Zoo. I am Lazu. And they've Lazu. literally performed together. They're, he's a musician. So they've definitely, they've done like songs together. And we only have one mutual follower on Who Weekly. And that mutual follower is, of course, the Jasmine brand. Portia Williams and Simon Gobadi have finally got married twice. <laughs> Didn't she have like seven outfit changes or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, she had a lot of seven wardrobe Portia changes Williams at one of the weddings. From Real Housewives of Atlanta, married. Mm -hmm. This is what's most interesting about it. She married a guy that was married to a different Real Housewives of Atlanta Phelan. person. Yeah. Yes. Which is even crazier. And when that happened, when they got together, it was a whole thing. And then, and Simon was like, yeah, it just happened so fast. And like, I, I just found another love. Da, da, da. We're getting married. And they got married <laughs> fast. And not only did they married fast, it was a huge expensive wedding. Right. I think that's the wildest part about this to me. It's not like dating and then get engaged to the ex of someone who was on your show and you're both famous. <laughs> that maybe the impulse is like, and you know, this time we're going to do things a little quieter. We're going to do things a little more toned down. But no, Portia was wedding was so big she had to have it twice. <laughs> Look, yeah, truly. She had a... A huge Nigerian and this ceremony guy's already and a been huge married American ceremony. Once. <laughs> so now it's his third, <laughs> even though it's only his second. Yes. So she has this, she has two huge weddings. The American ceremony was just revealed. Did you see that finally came out this morning? Because all the photos of the Nigerian ceremony came out a couple of days ago. I mean, that's And then cool. she's like, I'm going to do it again later. And yeah. then the new photos just came out. I don't have a problem with getting married twice. It's just funny. The, the no, more interesting thing about this is that he was married to literally a different castmate, like not that long ago. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? I need to figure out how to buy the official Rita Ora stamp. Oh, how? With, the, I don't know. How? 
I need Did to figure see, out how. They gave they gave Dua Lipa Albanian citizenship this week, but Rita got the stamp. So it's like, fuck <laughs> you, Dua. <laughs> I'm on the fucking stamp, bitch. And, and what's weird is the stamp is just this weird old headshot that they like definitely just like got from Google Images, which I'm really confused. Like, did they not reach out and ask for like a different photo? Like, we get an updated it's photo. Old yeah. It's old Rita. Yeah. It's, it's old hair. It's, it's old like, Rita. It's, it's a completely different vibe. She does not have this vibe any longer. But, um... The stamp is a, a pound, well, no, 180 euros. A, one euro 80 cents. How do you say that? It's a euro 80. It's a euro That's 80. How you say it, right? It's, it's a, a euro 80. 80. Okay, what's Rita up to? Here is the, the way the Daily Mail wrote about this comment. Here's the, the vote, the vote caption is literally, after walking down the aisle, bride Naomi Biden changed from her custom Ralph Lauren gown into a strapless ivory silk Mikado, and then it goes on. Rita just comments, why am I so annoying, LOL. The Daily Mail sees this and writes, <laughs> Rita Ora baffles fans as she leaves out of character comment on Instagram picture of U.S. President Joe Biden's granddaughter Naomi Biden's wedding to Peter Neal. Why am I so annoying, LOL? Why am I so annoying, LOL? The fact that a Rita Ora comment got a whole Daily Mail article, it's like, wow, she really is like the belle of the ball. Do you remember that whole rumor about how Rita had yeah. this had this unreleased album with Calvin Harris that I Will Never Let You Down, one of her top five songs, maybe in the top three, was from. So there was all these other yeah. like amazing songs they worked on together. Somebody tweeted, uh, Louis Theroux interviewing Rita Orton asking about her canceled second Rock Nation album. This is my own personal Princess Diana news, news night moment. Okay, speaking of, I got to watch this interview, which I will for next week. A reminder that if Rita's Calvin Harris produced second album, this is from George Griffiths, by the, by the way, on Twitter. The, yeah. A reminder that if Rita's Calvin Harris produced second album, I Will Never Let You Down, was the first of many tracks. Hadn't been torpedoed, she would have probably been one of the biggest pop stars in the world for like two years. I would have, I have never gotten over it. That's a big stretch of the imagination, but sure. And Calvin yeah. Harris himself, who definitely searches his own name, definitely. because he wasn't added in this, responded and wrote, Entire thing is a myth. There is one unreleased song I worked on, and it isn't good. I don't believe Calvin Harris. I don't believe it. I don't believe but this him. doesn't this doesn't mean there's not a torpedoed Rock Nation album. This just means no. that he only worked on two or the of the songs. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he's I, he only has a problem with the line Rita's Calvin Harris produced second album. He's saying I didn't produce her album. He's I saying I, I didn't produce song. the whole album. I produced two songs, and we dated. This entire that. thing is a myth. It's just sort of like don't get involved. It's just so messy to do that. That's so that's so gross of him to do that. I mean, like, I also think alone. that he's probably mad that there's some sort of narrative about him, like, betraying Rita by not letting... Because there was a while where he didn't want... Remember, he didn't want I Will Never Let You Down to be a single? That was stupid. He didn't, that was he didn't want her to stupid. sing it. Yeah. I don't see him on a stamp yeah. in Albania. She put on a very cheeky display in a thong leotard and quirky <laughs> thigh-high boots as she enjoyed a luxurious French getaway. And now I'm saying the episode is over. Call 619, who then believe questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Who's there? Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, uh, some commentary tracks, an occasional newsletter that we're working on now to get out, the November newsletter, the December newsletter, I guess it's going to be now. What else? Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Oh, you can also get our VIP shows in the Apple Podcast app, so you can subscribe there, right in there. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will join us. Famous.